All right, guys, I just want to welcome you all back. We are here with Lunch Notes Part 2, and we are talking about spiritual exhaustion with the parameters of spiritual burnout and also spiritual fatigue. And so we're just going to just pick right back up where we left off. We said that we had a lot of information in part one. And so we want to come right back and hit that part two and talk a little bit more in depth about the topic. Right. So let's let's get into it. Yes. So and about maybe talking about some how of the how do we overcome it? Comment. And Miss uh what's her name? Miss Mary Rooney Armand. Miss Mary Rooney Armand. Excellent. I mean this is stuff that we, we know already, but sometimes it takes someone to re to reinforce yeah. those things. Right? It's something so simple as pray. Ways to fix it aren't as obvious when you're going through it. Because I'll be honest, the first one is, how do you overcome spiritual fatigue? Pray. Let's be honest, if I'm already fatigued, you don't want to pray. I don't want to pray. And that's just being honest. Don't tell don't tell me, you know what, Frankie? Girl, you just need to pray about it. No, not today. Let's clarify that. Let's clarify. And that's real, right? We can't I don't feel like it because my no. soul is desolate. Right. Let me say this here. When you say pray, right, sometimes, when you pray, that doesn't mean that the word has to come out of your mouth physically, verbally, right? There are times where I will kneel down. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what to Have say. Have you felt that I'm way? I'm frustrated. Because I, can I, am I the only one? You don't know the one, because I'm trying to identify okay. with you. Because there are moments, there's some moment I get up, I want to pray. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. And the moment I said, lean, I said, Lord, I, do, I don't know what to say. Help. Mm -hmm. Help me. And sometimes I just be still. Be quiet for a little bit, for a few minutes, mm -hmm. and then get answer. Amen, Lord, I thank you. Yeah, that's prayer, you know. Because sometimes it doesn't have to be verbal. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yes, God knows that you are frustrated. He sees your heart, and He knows that you don't have the word to say. But the point that we kneel before Him in reverence. Yeah, and say, Lord, I don't know what to say. That suffice enough. I put in my notes that spiritual fatigue, if we put it in practical terms, it feels like you live, if you live in New York City or if you live in an urban area, it feels like you live on a seven floor, seven story walk up and it's grocery day and you're going to Costco. You gotta take all these bulk items and take them up these stairs with no assistance. A walk up literally means a walk up, no elevator and you're doing your work and you have to take everything up. You know there's a reward in that basket. You know you got groceries to feed your family, but you just gotta toughen up and take them all the way up to the seventh floor. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is fatigue. Like, I just want y'all to come get these groceries and eat them down these steps. <laughs> but you well, Normally you, you don't do that. I do all the carrying up. Right. So but nevertheless. Nevertheless. Second one, uh, the second way to overcome spiritual fatigue is to read the Bible and other Christian inspirations. Grab, your, grab the authors, grab good authors. And, and sometimes even in fatigue, I don't feel like reading just as much as I don't feel like praying. I just feel like Netflixing. I just want to watch something that takes, I want to remove myself from reality. And that's why I used to watch a lot of Housewives of Atlanta because I imagined myself being in these positions where I don't have to worry about anything and let you do all the work and I just reap the benefits. 
but then I listen to Arthur. But also, why is in very essential to do that mm -hmm. because especially when it comes to the word of God we mentioned Elijah there are many biblical characters that we can call upon today to testify when we feel in those moments and those times and we read the word of God we can see how they overcome even though they went through their trials their ups and down I mean my God I love Psalms 42 it's a great psalm mm -hmm. And for Psalm 42, Psalm 40, on to Psalm 42. Yeah. When the Psalms is praying and God has not answered his prayer. It's a lot. Yeah. Why are you not hearing my words? Yeah. Right? So when we read through those things, we get our inspiration from the word, what they say, because it's a lot. Even though I find myself in this position, yeah. I will still hope in God and I'll still praise God. Let me tell you something. When I read those things, man, it it more is strengthening me. Okay. You know, at moments. So. And I'm gonna just say, not to undermine again, what you said. Advocate, you, right? You're way you're a pastor. And that's, no, not that's because your, of not this. But I'm just gonna say that's what people will say. Right. Okay, you're a pastor, so you know what to do. You know where to go. If you're a practical well, person, see, that's and you're facing the heart, but I'm saying, pastor, and you're facing. Right. If, if you're a regular old person, I'm a regular old person and I'm facing hardships, okay? I might not read that scripture and feel the same way. No, I might not get inspired. Okay, let's remove the position out of the, out of the equation here, right? Being pastor, they got nothing to do with it. Okay. What, what it's got to do is that being a child of God. I would also say, if we take being out a child pastor, of God, your Christian maturity. Right, being, that's, that's the number one thing. Right, being a child Those of God. Those who are it's incumbent upon us. Immature Christians. Right. And I say immature is because you're a novice. You're new in your faith. Sometimes you can't draw inspiration from stuff that you quite don't understand. Or you can't quite wrap it in your head to see yourself in it. That's all I'm saying. But see, and that's that's the and mistake. That's, that's the mistake. Because sometimes not a mistake. You, it's just it's not. You're just not there yet. You're not there yet because you you're saying I can't see myself. But they use my position as as pastors. Oh, you're the pastor. No, no, no. When we begin to look on other people mm -hmm. in leadership, and so oh, because I I'm not there. They are there. And by the way. And that's why we're talking about it today. A lot of the time, because those who are in leadership are do. not there. Well. They're not there, period. That's a whole word. We, we... They themselves aren't. Aren't there. So the, Spiritually the point, mature. Spiritually. But the point is that the word of God gives us the outlet to his word. Well, like one one person said, God's word is, God is the source. Oh. And the scripture becomes the mean to I find out. I thought you were going to say a lamp to my feet. No, no. No, <laughs> to, because we're going to, um, um, the study to, um, Godliness. Right. But anyway, I like the verse said. So another, God is the source, mm -hmm. and the scripture is the means. So another way it's important for that us another it. way to yeah. overcome spiritual fatigue is to talk to a spiritual mentor or trusted friend. And um, this is funny because I feel like we're oh man, I feel like we're battling so, back and forth. This is sensitive right here. Information. Um, uh, no, not battling. It's just. It's we have two different contexts. That's why we're, that's why church folks are talking. We have two different perspectives right. sometimes on how it is because it, it's like that. Um, talk to a spiritual mentor. You have to have those people, and I think one of the things that we need as a couple is we need a spiritual couple that we can unload on. 
And that's the thing about it too. That's why I because strive it's, for it's that. It's imperative. Because we need that. We to not go through these trials and tribulations and isolation. Well, let me say this right? here. You know? Because as a, as, a, as a pastor couple, boy. We don't get it. We don't get it, but we we've been through it. a lot. But we've been. We, we want that. We've we been going that. through a lot. But the other we thing about it does. someone to just, to and just say, I don't know. This is a lunch. I don't know. But you know something though, and here's we got to we got to keep going. Here's the thing. We got to keep going. We got to get this. We got to get the right friends. That's yeah. so important because we have been burned by other people. Trust me. We have been burned, but just in friends in general. Those are just we shitty have friends. Burned. Excuse we, my friends. Yeah, we have to find the right. But it's person. saying spiritual. Spiritual person. Trusted. Trust his friend. Because you can't tell everybody everything. Because Proverbs, be Proverbs 18, 24 said, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who stays closer than a brother. Right? Mm -hmm. So we need that. Mm -hmm. That 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 relationship that's going to uphold us and strengthen us. Okay, let's go to the next one. Number four, attend a retreat. Now, I know we have not been to a retreat. I don't talk about number two. But... <laughs> I know why so I know why I'm saying that. We can't get into it. It's a sensitive area and we have to be mindful as well. But it is because love to attend a we retreat. We love to go to a retreat. So I can get multiple resources. I think the one of the pivotal things that I'm I'm crying out for when it comes to retreats is to be in an area of like-minded people. To say, hey sis, you've been through it. Hey, this is a topic that I've struggled with. Can we expand on this? Hey, how can I learn how to do this? That's that's my basic because we don't get it here. No, we don't. We, we don't get it here as a as a pastor or couple. Truth. That's the truth. We we aren't giving those tools to say and let's be honest, in any job that you go to, there's a job description, but then there's also a sentence at the bottom that says these duties are not exclusive of what you will perform. You know, and trust is a big So thing. that means there's so much more that is included right. in the job description. We don't have time to get into that. But, That's all I'm saying. But the next, next one talk about celebrate small victories. I love this. Yes. Celebrate, celebrate small, small victories. victories. Okay. Look back and see what God has done. You know what I'm saying? Because, hey. That's a big one. You know, it, it is a big thing. That's important. It's a big thing. I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed trying to achieve the bigger picture. Right. And we don't see what's happening along the way. It, a quick example, if I can, and I know this is lunch notes, we might have to chop this up in two. Um, I was lamenting to one of our favorite couples, the Oracoyas, and I was just saying, man, sis, man, you know, little bro, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, but I'm not getting it. And she turned that back around to me. My sis said, well, what have you been doing in the meantime until you get to that? I've noticed that you've worked out. I've noticed that you've been working on this. And those are the victories that you need to pay attention to. I know that you want to work full time. I know you want to get and out there and this, make some money. This, this podcast but in doing, that time, this is a victory right here. In that time, what have you what have you accomplished? Right, accomplished. So these, this right now we're doing is a small way. But that's something that she said that she said is beautiful. It says, spiritual even comes when we surrender control and celebrate God's grace mercy. So one step at a time. That is one true. We must learn to surrender step. to God. Yes, how I say sometimes a lot of stuff she wanted to happen didn't happen, right? The reality is that God, God is in control of our destiny. Mm -hmm. It really is. It really. So we have to learn how to depend upon it. So we got to yeah. surrender our own self-will and surrender to the will was, of God. I was listening to um, someone sent me a, a uh, 
just a clip on Instagram just last night and it was really good. And I, I can't remember the whole thing, but the thing that pointed out that stood out to me was sometimes God doesn't give you what you want. He sends you what you need. What you need. And let's be honest, we never know what we really need until we got it. All right, we're praying for a husband, we're praying for a job, but the job that we wanted isn't necessarily that job. Look, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, listen, I wasn't praying for not nan husband when I met you. Um, but look, look at what I got. 13 years later, I finally got a good one. Well, praise God. Year 12, you turned into the husband that I wanted. Hey! I come to the but stanky the, leg here, to the stanky leg. Yeah. <laughs> I do the dog. But, but the thing is, um, <laughs> you don't know what you need until you've actually sat in it for a minute. Said, you know what, God, I needed this. But I love what Rick Warren said. We gotta get, we gotta move on. You know, she used Rick Warren quote here. He said, the deepest level of worship is praising God in spite of of pain. In spite of pain. Thanking God during the trial, trusting Him when tempted, surrendering while suffering. And loving him when he seems just oh that's that's so beautiful. Which is hard. It's hard to do. Now, but you know something? Honest, yeah, it's hard. And based on your level of maturity, it gets easier. When you're young in your faith, when you're novice in your faith, and you really don't get it, that's difficult to do because you're mad. You're mad, but just when you're mad at your spouse, try to talk to you about nothing. I'm just trying to try and get something. You is. I, I'm still, I don't care what she said. I'm trying to get it. But the stuff. more you develop in your relationship and you're still mad, you learn how to still function. But you're not. And you still learn how to operate. Right. And it's the too. same with Christ. Right. The more mature you get, even if you're mad, you can still talk to him and have a conversation. Have a conversation. And she and needs I think that, that, that goes with growth. Yeah. That goes with time. And you just have to, that goes with maturity. And if you surrender, that, 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 that reality along the, cannot, can, would not right. because the, that goes along the line with don't go to bed angry. Yeah, you're a lot of, angry, you can't of, get no sex, can't get no love. You know, in, I mean, what, <laughs> it is, you're talking about Jesus, you can't have spiritual intimacy. Listen, right? why had to your own, your own fatigue, uh, frustration? But that's, that's, that's with maturity. When we were young, in our marriage, we go to bed angry. We go days without talking if we were upset. But this is not, you know, you can imagine you have great sex when you're mad. Is that true? No. <laughs> they lying. That's that Netflix TV. That's that. Sensational and you tearing your stuff off because you all upset. You try to fling her over. Anybody, yeah. his back breaking, <laughs> the bed <that> broke. <laughs> No, no, that ain't real. That is a false reality. False. That we take from the world and apply it in our marriage. They lie. That's not true, you all. I mean, even though we would laugh about it, but the reality the is best, not true. The best sex is when you're on the same page and you understood each other. Oh my God, that and is so true. You know, we have the we have the best sex. If I'm if I'm being honest, after these podcasts is over. That's true. That's true. Hey, hey. Because we'd be like, damn, high five. We had a good No, day. we can't do it because the girls aren't here today. Well, so. not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we do. We have, because no. we feel totally connected. We're on the same page. What you see is what Our you get. Our communication is on point. Amen. And we've accomplished something together. Yeah, it is. And if, flip, let's, let's flip that with Jesus. If we're on the same page, 
if I feel like we've accomplished something, I am more apt to give my prayers. I am more apt to give it and all let, away. Let's, let's wrap this up here because one other thing I want to say, I want to give some scripture that she offered. This offer is not here. a lunch note. We're going to have to make this a, a regular. Chop regular. No, let's chop it up. Make it make a part one and a part two. Part. No, you can use the same thing to chop it up part one and then well, part two. Well, you to say that. Now I got to edit that out. That's fine. But here's the thing though. Um, my wife did reach a fatigue. No, no, seriously. Um, I am still emotionally. Fatigued. I never see my wife went off one time. Just got in the car, and I tell you something, man. That was a wake up call for me. This to see her at that has been mm -hmm. the worst. Yeah, and I can't say that because if we're thinking about small victories, we've done a lot of good things this year. We 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 celebrated a lot of good things. No, yeah, we no, we are celebrating the small victories. But just but the personally, point is that I think, personally, when and, you and reach that point, personally, I have reached. I'm done. I've had a. I've, Pedro says I had a mental breakdown. I think that sounds so dramatic. Nah, you did. You did. Um, you did. I'll claim it. You did. And those who know, know. And we're here, church folks be talking because church life isn't pretty. And even those who lead also need to be led. That's right. And fed. Right. And if we're honest, we have not been led and we are hecka hungry. Hecka hungry? I was going to say hecka hungry. We were no. hungry. We're, we're, we're dying yeah. for spiritual food. And, um, we definitely, yeah. With that, yeah. That said, with, with that breakdown, with has that breakdown. came a realization um, of me hitting. I can't even say I hit rock bottom. I feel like I was already at rock bottom at that particular point, and at that point, I just kind of like just fell in the gravel. It was like Shawshank Redemption. I was just traveling through the little sewage tunnels, just trying to make smell. it out for my freedom. That's smell, you know, but I tell you, it, but it, it's created. It's created uh, a recognition. That's when I realized. That I was spiritually organization. Fatigued. That's when I. What did I say? That's when I recognized. Well, wow, that's a new word. Recognition. <laughs> so recognition is. We gotta do something different. Yeah, we have to. We have to. We were proverbially hamsters on a wheel, um, thinking we were traveling somewhere. We were actually going in no going nowhere yeah right and uh and guys let me say this here this is real but i thank you this is um real. during yeah. that time frame of being a trusted support because i i went i went low i mean i yeah. went low and i mean because i never uh, saw my wife in that in that stage before and it scares me yeah to be honest with you it literally scares me because let me tell you something your wife become your number one priority yeah. in ministry yeah, you are pastor. That's what the Bible said. If you don't know how to control your house, you can't pastor. Period. Right. You can't lead the people of God. So if you your household out. is not in order, and me, I'm out there trying to lead people and telling people that yet my wife is being neglected emotionally, psychologically, while she is being it was, self It was nothing of your doing. No, regardless of that, regardless of that. But the point is that sometimes, Pastors overlooked that. Looked at. There were signs. There were signs that you did not see. Right. And when I got to the end, you were like, "Where did this come from?" Right. There were some signs. But it was an eight-year. Some sign, but it not was an eight-year right. workup. Right. To all hell breaking loose. 
And you know, then you know, we're gonna stop, spirit. We're gonna stop right there because two or two now. So what we're gonna do is yeah, it's a part two. But anyway, what we're gonna say is this, you know, guys. So where do we end? How do we? What's the resolution? We've talked about what it is, how to recognize it. What are some ways? I think she gave it a resolution. What are some Probably ways to recognize it and also um, how to overcome it? Time she gave some already prayer, yeah, attend retreats, celebrate small victories. I mean, this is this is not exhaustive within itself, there's here. so they're, many they're more stuff. But the point is, is I think my key takeaways are what are your key takeaways? My this? key takeaways are to find somebody who has lived that life and to pour into them. And it's the reason why we're here giving this um, podcast is because through our pain, through our trials and tribulations. I don't want anybody else who was a newer pastoral family or in the church to go through the things that we've been through and be quiet. And by the way, you have to walk alone in silence. Because we want this also, not just for pastor's wives, but for couples. Never for just for pastor's wives. Just say for people who are going, people who are are going through these burned out fatigue, spiritual fatigue and, 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 So, guys, we want to stop here today. Say so much. This one, you can say. This one's so packed. Yeah, it's so packed I and we very personal and, and, intimate, and intimate. Yeah. So, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to make it 30 minutes, but we know it's not going to be 30 minutes because there's so much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for for showing up um, and listening um, to this. I, I probably think we should add more to it um, I think I think and make should. it a definite part yeah. three well yeah we're part gonna, three will be next week we're gonna chop this we'll chop up. this up in part, um, part three next week i want to say if anything the takeaway is to keep going keep going keep going lean into the people who truly love you and that care about you and they'll lift you up and let me say this here it's, it's about it's about being lifted up if i can and i know we're supposed to be finishing up yeah one of the things that happened one of the things that happened to me as i was going through my my whole breakdown is i left the city and i went where my friends were i went where my true my tribe my girls were and they took care of me in such a way i didn't know i needed to be taken care of poor picture here left look because you know what no one knows you Your, your husband knows you but no one knows you better than your friends and your family and I didn't have to lift a finger. I said she's the only one who's going to. And like, I'm going to do Well, it. but then you go find your friends. Because I can't help you do nothing if I have nothing to give. Where's my friends? Let's get this man some friends, y'all. I need some friends. But to be honest, your friends are going through the same thing you're going through. And it's a problem. Yeah. But anyway. Your friends are going through, at this time, the same thing that we're going through. And guys, let me say this here. Let me say this here. So find those people. Please pay attention to your mate. No, pay attention mm, to the warning sign. Because sometimes that can lead into people committed, you may commit suicide. The warning sign is there, and let me end with this here. Let's end with this here. Well, so end with something light. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, and, no, I'm going to end with something heavy. That's true. You know, many, you know, during the COVID, we was watching CBS News, and there was this young girl who 
who was very talented, very gifted. She was like Miss America or something. No, she was not Miss America. Not with that. She's a young lady. Okay. But the parents found out in her journal that she was going through a lot, a lot of stuff. The lady that jumped the from the high no, rise? No, 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 no. The young girl who committed suicide. And the parents found out in her journal um, the, the, the thing that she was going through. They didn't know. And it was too late because she has committed suicide. Right? It's paying attention to the warning signs. Pay attention signs. to the warning signs. I always say I don't look like what I've been through. Right. I look better than how I feel. Unpack that when someone starts to say stuff like and that. And pastors, pay I've said that a million times. Pay don't look like how I feel. Right. But then you say, well, sister, how you feel? Let's talk about that. And pastors. Because sometimes those are cries for help. Pay attention to your wife. Don't spiritualize everything. Pay attention to your kids as and well. Your kids too. Because our daughter did, uh, well, we can't go there. But the point is, pastors, ministers, pay attention. Don't try to over-spiritualize things. Pay attention. Yeah, you could be under a spiritual attack, but then unpack it. Unpack it. Right? Maybe God doing two things. One. Maybe two things, spiritual attack, mm -hmm. uh, God is doing something. So we need to know which So one. I guess our part three, we're going to talk about that. spiritual attacks. But that is God allowing us to go and choose that? I guess oh. spiritual attack. What are we learning so from what it? What are we learning from it? And right? by the way, while we're hearing, are we hearing God through the process? In the midst That's of it. That's the thing. Let's wrap it up. We can go long. <laughs> Let's we just, definitely hit our sweet spot, yeah, right? Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Well, we got I got so much in me. It's so much. If you get the best of going, it won't stop. So again, thank you guys for attention. Attention. Lord, help us. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm gonna tell her, you gotta speak right now. You gotta say you wrote her. I'm the one messing with all the words. She's messing up. Today. Um, thank you for uh, attending our service. Come on. Lunch our notes. Lunch notes. We out. Lunch notes. We out. We out. Praise you. Praise them.